It's another episode of the Cause I Have To podcast when living your dream is the only option. That's right. And we are up to episode 91. And I'm just going to say, going to have some fun. We've got a LA band, Goon. Their new music has been called Hazy and Haunting. Oh, I like that. An indie art band. I do middays on 88.5 FM in Los Angeles, and I am featuring their brand new record this week. It's called Hour of Green Evening, and they also had keyboardist Alex Fischel from Spoon on it. We're going to find out how he ended up working with them. And we are lucky enough to have Goon frontman Kenny Becker on the podcast right now. Kenny, give us a little hey-ho. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) What up? Kenny is not only a musician and songwriter, he's an artist, and we are going to dive deep into Goon. I hope everybody's ready for this. Hell yeah. I'm ready. It's coming up. Let's do it. Welcome to the Cause I Have To podcast. When living your dream is the only option. Welcome to season two. We are your hosts. I'm Jason Friday. I'm Julie Slater. This podcast is about facing your fears, digging deep inside yourself, and following your passions. We hope to give you a push to live your dreams. Now let's get back to it. Okay, and we're back. Uh, Welcome, Kenny, to the program, Jason Friday, on my left or right, whatever way you're looking. Yeah. And we're all in (laughs) Los Angeles, right? Did you say you're in Glendale? Yeah, Glendale, kind of closer to the Burbank side of things. Yeah. Nice. I used to live in Burbank, closer to the Glendale side of things. Nice. There you go. <laughs> it's, a, it's a chill zone for sure. It is a chill zone. Yeah, man. I lived there for probably four years or something. It was cool. It was good stuff. Yeah. It's fun. All right. So the reason we have you on, uh, Kenny, is because you do so many things. It seemed like you'd have a lot to talk about as far as being an artist and a musician, a songwriter. What do you say? I kind of like to start off with, since our podcast is about people living their truest passions, like what are what are your truest passions right now as far as all of that? Mm, well, definitely making songs and painting pretty pictures, I'd say. Um, nice. Yeah. I, you know, I've always been interested in those things, but like kind of reached a point where I met my now wife, Emmy, and she's a, excuse me, she's a cellist and had been like kind of doing that as like a full-time thing when I met her. And so she was really kind of uh, encouraging to sort of like take the plunge and just like really go for it. Right. Yeah sort of a full-time capacity sure that's awesome i know i was gonna bring up the cello i saw it and i was like okay there's a cello i don't see those often which is awesome to see yeah 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 that one in particular is like it's from germany from like the 1800s or something oh my god like the she doesn't she actually has like a carbon fiber one that she uses on like tour and stuff oh wow that's Uh, awesome yeah, it's really sick. It's like gray, actually, like dark gray. Wow. Has like a pickup or like a not a pickup actually. It's like a 
I don't know, some way of amplifying itself and then sure. Uh yeah, super resilient, but it, it's actually also like kind of tighter and louder too um in a way because it's just like one piece of carbon fiber so like the whole thing resonates oh right as opposed to pieces it's literally one do they make all kinds of i've never really heard of a carbon fiber yeah i had it's pretty uh it's pretty legit it's like pro level stuff you know (laughs) yeah no kidding i mean i remember like 20 years ago when i wanted a carbon fiber hood on my car (laughs) need for speed (laughs) yeah exactly but now they have carbon fiber instruments that's so great oh you know what i think they make carbon fiber cabinets too like base cabinets oh that's interesting yeah yeah it's very light it's it's made by dark class and you could literally like throw it across the room without even being like yeah, yeah, very light. That's wild. Anyways, yeah, it makes sense. Sorry. So what do you continue. think? Um, what do you think stopped you before then from really pursuing uh your dreams? Um I, nothing. I mean, nothing was really stopping me back then. I, I was still doing stuff like putting out music under Goon and painting all the time. Um but I think Emmy just like sort of helped it feel a little more unlocked or something or more like you could really do uh, this she's like basically she's like look at me like i've you know worked at becoming a you know freelance cellist for a long time but like she's like now it's like what i do and it kind of seems crazy to be able to say that but it's like you can totally do it so you just kind of have to like at some point you just have to and it doesn't make you less of an artist if you like have a day job or like do other stuff too at all, you know. It's so sure, no, no, I no. I definitely of course. still do like weird side gigs all the time. It's just more of like a maybe more of a mentality shift of like this is just like what I do. Yeah, yeah. it's not. No, I, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. were you doing before that? Just out of curiosity. I mean, not, I, I was just kind of like I worked a long time as a barista. So okay. Kind of like the main thing i guess sure Uh, but yeah it it was always music and art on the side or not necessarily on the side but you know what i mean like yeah 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 yeah. i get it you just had to you had to do trust i mean i i did the same thing yeah (laughs) just always had a day job and did music as much as possible yeah but now you're literally doing music and art and that's it right no barista-ing yeah yes sometimes Barista gigs will come and it's like a one-off like event or something. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Here and there, just do whatever. But yeah, just cool. And you do your own artwork for the band. You guys just came out. Goon just came out with an album, Hour of Green Evening. Do you want to yeah. uh, tell us about what the title of that album? What's the, the sure. theme of the album and what's the, 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 I guess, the meaning of the title and all that? Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of. I don't know. There's a lot of ways to interpret it. I mean, I mostly was drawn towards the that as a name because sort of thinking about because well, the whole record was like finished and I we still didn't really have a title for it. So that was kind of like a I don't know, like a fun feature, I guess. Yeah, we were able to kind of take a step back and listen to all the songs and try to come up with like a title that sort of encompasses everything in a way and there's a pretty big um, emphasis on like t- 
times of day in the lyrics. There's also a pretty heavy emphasis on just like kind of being outside and plants and nature, but you know, not really in the like kind of out in a cabin in the woods way, more of like, you know, eucalyptus trees in the city or like just kind of like those weird like suburban slash city slash nature things how they all kind of like mix together in weird ways um yeah. so those were things i was thinking of i guess when i was coming up with that name at first it was like the thought was kind of about like the kind of like golden hour or that like transitional moment that happens you know oh sure yeah but like to call it like hour of gold evening felt a little too like obvious and like a, almost like a perfume or something you know what i mean like <laughs> a crappy perfume name or something yeah so i don't know yeah it just seemed cooler to make it like green and you know i like stuff like that that feels simple and straightforward but like just weird enough that like you don't quite get it so you have to think about it and you can kind of come back to it but it's also sort of accessible yeah yeah it's like a it's like an obvious metaphor which doesn't make sense but yet it does <laughs> yeah there you go yeah for sure <laughs> that's cool yeah, I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, hour of green evening. Okay. I'm gonna have to think on that for a second. Yeah. That's cool. I get it now though. That's that's great. Cool. <laughs> and, and what's your yeah. write your writing process? Do you come up with lyrics? Are you a musician as well? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um typically we'll like I will come up with a guitar or keyboard melody, um, chord progression of some kind and like I'll usually tend to like flesh it out and even come up with like a song structure and then I'll bring it to my bandmates and we'll sort of like flesh it out the rest of the way together. And in the case of this record, we did that. And even up until having the like full songs, like melodically and structurally fleshed out, the lyrics were like the very, very last thing to get figured out. Um, sure. So, yeah, and I tend to approach lyrics very, like, I don't know, almost like a puzzle in a weird way where it's like, okay, well, we have these, you know, this section probably going to be a verse. And, like, I really like ending these phrases with, like, an ah or an ooh or, you know what I mean? And I have, like, generally maybe, like, five or six syllables to get to end with a ah or you know and like that just becomes kind of like it's like okay well this is i need one more syllable to fit this thing but i, I have what I, I like what i have you know what i mean so it's kind of like a puzzle in a way yeah no it is it's very like it's funny because that that formula sounds interesting and but also very music theory-esque too which is kind of <laughs> funny like you need these two things to end up here with that over there and you're like wait Okay, totally. cool. Yeah. yeah. Did you study a lot of music theory? I did not. I When I first went to college, I went to CSU Northridge, actually, for one semester to be, like, a music major. And I just kind of, I did that way of thinking about music really didn't click with me. So kind of yeah. dropped out and did community college for a while and then eventually ended up studying painting and then then i was like all right i want to start a band <laughs> so there you go yeah, yeah cool cool that's pretty awesome 
Yeah. That's How did you cool. get? Um, you have Alex Fischel from uh, Spoon on your record. How did that come about? Yeah. He's awesome. Is he a good friend? Did you bump into him in a dark alley? <laughs> yeah, we like. Hey, you get over and you kidnap him, and you're like, you're not leaving till you work on five songs. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're we're definitely good friends now, but we did not know each other at the time. Um, but we one thing that we really wanted to do on this record was track the bass of it live as like the four piece of us. Yeah, cool. And then kind of stack overdubs and weird stuff on top of that. But like we have never done that as a band before. So that was like very much a challenge and very fun at the same time. And at one point it definitely became for like a certain batch of songs we were just kind of like in a rut and we were like doing that thing that you're you're not really supposed to do quote unquote i don't know who's but where you just kind of like keep doing takes over and over because you're just like okay that was good but like we can for sure do better and it's like realistically after your third take like you should like either take a break or do a new song because there's nothing that's going to like change from that point on right (laughs) what we were like kind of learning the hard way and we were just sort of in a rut with like a bunch of songs and then uh the guy who was running and co-producing the sessions his name is phil hartunian um he was just like yeah my buddy alex like actually i think he said my buddy alex like likes you guys and might be down to come in and you know sit in on these sessions and so we were like yeah that sounds great hit him up and so he did and then alex came in and it was like it just like opened everything up because he's like magic actually a a genius he's so brilliant he didn't like it's not like we like hit him up and like sent him the songs and wrote out the chords ahead of time or whatever he literally just like came in and we're like ready to track and he's like how's this one go we're kind of like uh i guess we like sorta would play the whole thing but not really and he would just like know it he and he would play, for a lot of it he played on the Wurlitzer um electric piano and had like a memory man uh analog delay like oh, yeah. sitting on top and so he's like playing the delay the feedback and the the time of it and everything while he's like playing the keys which added this really cool just like live spontaneous thing so can you tell us about working with alex on the song ochre and i and i have a note here that it's your favorite color to paint with yellow ochre is there a story there it is i mean it's 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 a great just pigment or i don't know if it's technically a pigment but yeah it's like you can kind of see it like in i was just about to ask is that is that yellow ochre back there yeah not this this yellow is a little bit like it's like cadmium yellow which is a little brighter kind of more aggressive sure yellow ochre is like almost like muddy looking when you first see it and uh but it mixes really well with other paints and it's just like a really fun color to use and i've always just like i don't know i've always just kind of had like a i guess like a relationship with that color that sure uh I've always found it like strangely calming, even though it's technically a yellow, which is like ten, ten not, not calm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but it's very like earthy, I guess. So uh but yeah. 
yeah, Ochre would be a great one, actually, because Alex does play keys on that. And then the ending bit, where it's just like the piano outro, is like after Alex did one take, he was just like messing around on the chords of the song. And he was just kind of playing that, like noodling around. And I was just like, dude, what is that? Like, Is that something? And he's just like, no, I just kind of, you know, made it up based off of the chords of the song. And I was just like, dude, can we use that? And so we did. <laughs> That's right. Did you use his first take or did you do it more times? Yeah, we used his first take on that one. But that Ochre actually is an overdub because he's doing upright piano on that song. Um, oh, cool. Sort of fills the room more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. And what about uh, one of my f- the fa- my favorite song on there? Emmy, is it Emma Says or is it Emmy? Oh, Emily Says. Emily Says. Is that your wife's Emily? That is my wife, Emily. Emily says, why don't you tell us about that song? Well, the title, I was thinking of like Stephanie Says by Velvet Underground. Oh, Um, wow. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah, I feel like there's other examples of that being like a song name, like someone says or whatever. But sure, that was like my reference point for it. And um, yeah, I wrote that one. That might be the oldest technically song on the album because Emily and I met uh, actually in July of 2018. And I more or less wrote the song around the time that we met. And so, you know, basically have known each other for like four years now, but tried to make it kind of like a love song. And I think in many ways it is ultimately, but I, I don't know, I guess there's like, it doesn't exactly do this but you know how like in god only knows by the beach boys it kind of like starts off with a line i may not always love you which is like really like not romantic it's in fact <laughs> the opposite All right but it gets like <laughs> turned into something that is incredibly sweet you know as long as there are stars but uh, you know what i mean that whole sure and it, like keeps going so that was like sort of my reference point for wanting to write a song that kind of captured sort of the realness of it i guess and how like meeting each other was this incredibly life-changing beautiful total like romantic mountaintop kind of experience and where did you guys meet uh we met at a actually pretty close to here in north hollywood at this park um some friends of ours are in a band here in la called slugs and they we didn't know it but we were you know mutual friends with them because they were doing like a music video shoot at the park and it was kind of like sports themed so like they were on you know they were on the baseball diamond like playing their instruments or whatever and they just wanted like friends hanging out like running around or doing stuff in the background or whatever yeah uh so it was just like kind of low-key fun music video thing and that's where we met and uh yeah just like super hit it off after that um you guys got married pretty quickly, right? Yeah. You said it's your wife. Yeah, we did. Yeah, like a little over a year actually after meeting. It's kind of yeah. It just it you you knew it. It worked. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. worked and it continues to work. <laughs> it certainly does. Yeah. That's, That's cool, nice. man. Yeah. Thanks. Did yeah. you ever have anyone I feel like when I was listening to the album, I almost got like a Elliot Smith vibe, but not like as as dark and maybe even like not a surf any of yeah. those influences for you big time i i can't 
really call myself a huge not a stir fan not that i'm like i dislike them i just only really know a handful of their songs mm -hmm. um sure but elliot smith i'm like couldn't be a bigger fan of and like and i did see that you're a big tom york fan we're obsessed oh yeah yes any connections oh, yeah. to us all hanging out with uh tom york <laughs> at any time can you meet him in a park somewhere yeah exactly <laughs> just asking Perfect. yeah I, I think we could arrange that <laughs> somehow i don't know <laughs> that's yeah. awesome um but yeah huge tom york fan huge elliot smith fan totally like try to kind of rip them both off as much as i can as you should yeah honestly yeah yeah i mean you got it right but well a modern yeah. day ripoff i guess you could say <laughs> Totally. At least of Elliot Smith. Yeah, yeah. I always loved a quote from Bono from you two who said that we are not poets, we're merely thieves. Yeah. We steal, steal from everything. Yeah. It's you gotta you gotta work through your influences and like yeah. unabashedly just steal stuff and like I feel like I learned all my favorite like chord shapes on the guitar from just by learning Radiohead, Elliot Smith, my bloody Valentine, like just like learning their songs and I'd be like, wow, I never thought I could play, you know, F sharp that way. And now yeah. it's the only way I ever play it, you know? <laughs> no, totally. That's like, uh, oh my God, I can't even think of his name and I should be ashamed, but um, the guitarist for Stone Temple Pilots, he always did these weird jazzy chords, but made it sound so rad like rock grungy 90s style and you're yeah, like what yeah. the what the hell are you doing <laughs> that was so that was so uh, that's it was so amazing especially for that style you're like what you're yeah. making that tone with the, what are you doing there uh, that's cool. it is funny that. what you can learn i remember listening to soul coughing and realizing like i used to i would write lyrics but think i couldn't repeat anything but then you hear certain artists they just like repeat and repeat but then you learn it even taking i took piano lessons that sometimes even like a jazz thing it repeats and repeats and repeats because it's like getting you to be like whew, into the next thing like and then when yeah. it leaves that it's like this beautiful feeling i don't know we're all big yeah. music junkies yeah i love that kind of the the you know you have this like rule in your head that you like oh, yeah well i'm not allowed to like i have to come up with more i can't just repeat it it's like <laughs> repetition oh. repetition repetition yeah. and, and it goes with like all kinds of like weird self-imposed right. things we put on ourselves that like we feel like like i i feel like one big one that i've been learning is like the kind of the magic if that you know, maybe sounds a little whatever but uh of like the the first take usually I feel like we're so quick to like throw it away because it's like, oh, that was kind of the test run. I kind of know where I'm at now. Know what we're going to try to do. Now I'm going to do the real thing. I feel like so often you're just kind of trying to capture what was cool about that first take. And it's like, you should just, just keep it. Just, yeah. yeah. Like, it Music is so, it, it's a very human thing, but also we really, I feel like we tend to really respond to the human elements of things when stuff doesn't quite line up or like yeah you know, no like unless you're alex yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like one take now that guy's in just to go back on on what you were saying about him he is he i when we saw them at the echo i literally just cried i mean it was like yeah, he was, was not, i mean I, it blew me away i'm like this who is this guy this guy's insane and yeah. like you said his memory pedal i'm like really you're using 
one of the most badass pedals in the world and it's right there on your freaking keyboard and what are you yeah. doing right now yeah and he just like has one hand up on the pedal he's and one hand playing and it's just like nothing dude i've never i've never seen somebody like that i don't think at least live videos or something sure but i mean this guy but he did it as if he was taking a breath of air yeah like he, he just he, it just he was doing it and i'm like yeah. no way nobody does this you're crazy <laughs> do you have any idea why spoon hates their own song hot pots and refuse to play it at shows? <laughs> we asked yeah, alex, alex at the show and he's like yeah we're not gonna play that I, song I that. he broke our hearts yeah, and I, and I keep looking on the set list, and he said they haven't played it in years. And I look on the set list, and I even think I heard an interview with the lead singer, and he's just like the whole—I don't know—I think the whole album they're not—he's not crazy about. It's upsetting as a fan. So we please keep playing the hits. Yeah, Kenny, <laughs> we will. Although <laughs> there is—I mean, I can sort of—I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you guys relate to this too, but like. Our first album, uh, Heaven is Humming, came out in 2019. And it was just like, it in so many ways to me now really represents kind of like the capstone on like the first chapter of Goon or something. That sure. like, you know, in a way, I definitely prefer to play like the newer stuff. Mm-hmm. But I understand because it's like that's also like people have had way more time with that record than this one. So, of course, they're going to maybe have more of a preference to that one. Yeah. Therefore, be maybe a little upset if we don't play. Well, doesn't it make you think about these older artists, like how they keep playing the same songs over and over and over? Like you two, the Stones. How do they do it? Right. I do. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, do you think, right, do you think like, the, you know, do you think any of those, I, you know, we talked about Tom Petty. Do you think he wanted to play Free Fallen or American yeah. Girl? Because he played it more times than I've, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's funny, though, because like, I feel like I've, do you, do you know the hard times? Like, uh, it's like, a, I guess, a blog. But it's like the onion. Oh my god! Yes, uh, I know. Like music. Yes. Yeah. That that's the best. Yeah, and I remember seeing one that was like, it was, <laughs> it was something along the lines of like, aging musician, uh, is forced to live, you know, the rest of his life, playing the same old songs to, adoring fans everywhere, <laughs> you know. So it's kind of like flips it, where it's kind of like, it's also like. A, you know, that's like the dream all in a way. It's the dream and it's also torture. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> Depends. No, no. It, it, well, it is the dream. Who We literally just talked about this the other day. Uh, and I can't remember who said it. But they're like, yeah, I play the same song every night. But by the way, it's to an a whole new crowd. Completely yeah. different set of yeah. cr- right people and crowd. Yeah. And that right there, which you, you we all reaction. know. Yeah. You get a different reaction. The The vibe, the feeling, the energy, like the. I mean, it is night and day of a difference. Yeah, sure, you play the same song, but you don't feel the same when you play it because of those people. So yeah. really, it's the people. Forget the song. Screw it all. Thank you, people. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. That's funny. Okay, okay um, so um, what's you guys are playing? Is is this current that you're gonna your next show is going to be at the Lodge Room? That's one of our favorite places, September 2nd. Oh, yeah. 
September 2nd. Is that going to be a big show? What's happening there? Well, what can so... we expect? <laughs> it's going to be huge. You're never going to. Come gonna on, see... Kenny. You're t- hurry it up. What are we expecting? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, we're going to play this song, this song. No. <laughs> we're going to play uh, all of Tom Petty's hits. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Young cover set. Neil Young cover. <laughs> songs. Actually, we actually really do want to do that, maybe for like Halloween or something. Um, but yes, so technically, you know, it's a little, it's over a month after the record is out, but we are calling it the record release show. And um, our friends Wahada are playing, which is composed or comprised of Reggie Watts and John Tejada. And you take both of their last names and you make Wahada. And it's Wahada, really right. fun, just awesome, trippy, dancey, weird music. It's great. And then our talented, weird, dancey music. Yeah, very talented. <laughs> very talented. Legendary. Yeah. Legendary, <laughs> weird, talented. Yeah. Um, and then our BFFs in LA, probably my favorite band in LA right now. Not even probably, like they for sure are. They're called Drag with two A's, D-R-A-A-G. And they're just this amazing blend of like shoegaze, kind of like a Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, nice. But like mixed with like Ports of Canada um, and Radiohead's definitely in there. And it's just like, but seeing them live is just like, it's like, it feels like sacred kind of in a way it's just like so overwhelming and so fun and so intense and like super loud it's awesome so that is awesome does it make you jealous when i tell you that we saw phoebe bridgers at the lodge room oh uh, are you a phoebe bridgers fan yes i am but it depends because i saw her at the lodge room too actually oh we were probably at the same show uh, a few years back release show or something I think like, it was 2018 or 2019. Yeah. 20 Yeah, 2019 at latest, 2018 yeah. probably at earliest, yeah. Yeah, I bet I bet we were there together. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Walked by. Hello, see you cool. in the future, friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Real quick, oh. sorry. I keep tripping on your shirt. It says Bronx, but it says oh, okay. okay. Oh, the Bronx Zoo. I, I was like, I don't see the and I'm like, there's no way that he's wearing the Bronx, which would be incredible, oh, but it's actually Bronx I Zoo. Like that a lot. Aren't, they're incredible, right? Aren't they're yeah. just? They, oh, is that you, a band? The Bronx? yeah, you saw them. Uh, you saw them when we oh. went to that Thrice show. They were on the tour. Did I hate with them. Ah, uh, no, you like the energy and he I likes mean, you a lot of heavy music. I don't get into. I'm more moody melodic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Like, I, like one of my favorite bands growing up was the Chariot. And oh like, yeah, dude. Let's go back to Warp Tour days, right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, sorry, just one. Okay, it's that time in the program where it's five o'clock somewhere, where we ask you five quick questions to get you to get to, to get to know you even better. <laughs> I can't speak. It's very it's hot okay. in here. I'm just suddenly you know that I'm sweating. Uh, all right, Kenny Becker, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Question number one: You can only do one thing for the rest of your life: work on your artwork or music. Which do you choose? Never see the other one again in your life. Oh, <laughs> painting or music? Um, damn, I would say music. Question number two. All right, question number two. Okay, pretend I wasn't born here in LA. 
I'm new in town and I meet you and say, hey man, take me to a couple cool spots around LA. Where do we go? Let's see. So, kind of, I guess I'd take you to Adana, which is probably my favorite restaurant in LA. It's in Glendale. It's like Armenian, Mediterranean. Adana. A D A N A. Dude, that place is insane. It's like you can pick anything on the menu, just like pick random stuff, and it'll be the best food you've ever had. They have this, like, It's just funny because if anyone that knows me listens to this, they will be hearing. They've already, everyone, all my friends have heard this before, you know? <laughs> like, kind of was obsessed with this place pretty hard <laughs> for a while. So I'd, I'd definitely take you there. Maybe like Future Music in Highland Park. Love that shop. Uh, shout out Jack. He's the homie. Uh, nice. Yeah, I don't know. I mean,. What are, <laughs> I'm curious about One how you would more. answer that question. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. How, how would I, I mean, answer that's it? Fine. Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess if you've never been here, yeah, I'd probably take you to Tommy Burgers because that's like my family. My uncle started it. And if you've never had that, I'd have to be like, yo. Yeah, legendary. Legendary. Legend, wait for it, dairy. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, Holland so, Rays. We had the guy oh, from Holland I mean, Rays. Yeah. Um, have you ever had Holland Ray's hot chicken? I don't know if you I've waited in that line like twice. <laughs> and I got too hungry like halfway through both times. So we would just be like, I gotta get, let's just go somewhere else. You but didn't I, wait long enough. No, I'm just kidding. Well, now after the pandemic and everything, it's all streamlined. So you can get it really fast. I think you can even order on, do you order on Postmates and you can go there and get it? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Or you go right there. There's no long lines anymore. It's pretty. We had Johnny Ray's on. Um, he's pretty awesome. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah. That that's honestly there. I would actually probably take people there. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course, all the any record stores that are legendary. Of course. Yeah. I know. So many. I think Permanent Records Roadhouse is like my new favorite one. Have you been there? I haven't, but uh-huh. I know of it. Uh, two band members who are crazy into records, like a yeah. lot. Great spot, you know, Lance throws awesome shows there all the time. It's kind of like, and it's one of those places that didn't exist before the pandemic. So it's kind of right. like, feels like a, a new thing now, kind of. Yeah. But it's this really awesome, you know, bar, and then the inside has a record store, but then they'll do shows inside, and then there's like an outdoor patio area, and then like another building that has more records in it. Right. It's really fun. That's rad. Yeah, sweet. All right, guys, we're moving on. Uh, question number <laughs> question number three. You get to tour with one dream band, living or dead, for one month. Which artist or band is it, and where do you tour? Ooh. Uh, I mean, one that first just comes to mind is Pixies. Nice. I But, you know, Radiohead, of course. <laughs> of course. It's almost, like, too obvious. I don't want to say it. You know what I mean? But, like... You know. Well, I mean, hey, if that's what it is, that's yeah, yeah. what it is. That's you know? the dream. And yeah, where, it is a where, dream. where is the tour headed? Um, Maybe Europe and UK because, you know, that's, I mean, they're popular everywhere, but like we've never toured over there. So that would be the Yeah, it'd be, it'd be special for sure, man. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Question number four. Which would you rather, ice cream, cake, pie, or salad? 
ice cream. From where? Uh, well, I really like fish food by Ben and Jerry's. Oh, uh, sure, sure. Yeah, I guess that's not, you know. Yeah, that's fine. Grocery store, but still. Just go to the grocery store and grab it. No, that's a. A total yeah. slut for chocolate, like anything chocolatey. I'm just <laughs> all that's about good. it. No, that's a good choice. Tasty, simple, to the point. Go to the store, bam, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question number five, uh, our final question. What's one thing you hope your music and art does for people? Like a message, a feeling? Hmm. Um, I think probably, like, I would hope, like, a sense of comfort and, like, maybe hope, if that, you know, doesn't sound too corny. But I think that was really what we tried to put into it. Um, in both the lyrics and the recording process. It was just like, we tried to make it have like a lot of heart, I guess. Um, so that was, that would probably be my answer. That's awesome. Good answer, yeah. Kenny Becker from Goon, you've been a joy. You want to give a shout out to your other bandmates? Oh yeah, they're the best. We got Andy Polito on drums and Dylan Peralta on guitar and Tamara Simons on bass. And they're my best friends. I love them. That's really sweet. Yeah. And you're playing the Lodge Room September 2nd official record release for Hour of Green Evening, which is out already. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was really fun talking to you. Thanks, Julie and Jason. It was yeah, super fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, absolutely. Thanks for coming. It was a blast. Yeah. Welcome to the Afterpod, where we talk about our guest after we leave the room. I didn't really get into why he calls the band Goon. No big deal. Don't be such a goon. That is Kenny Becker from Goon. New album is uh, Hour of Green Evening. It's very, very nice. I, I didn't realize how young those, those kids are. More your age, Jason, but even you're an elder to them. I say more of my age. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Very, very cool guy. Very nice. I do hope we can make it to that show. I mean, I think we should be able to. That would be I really love the cool. Lodge Room. It's such a great place. Uh, yeah. So I think it'd be super that, fun. And so nice that we got to spend some time with him and get to know him a little bit before Yeah. Uh, going to see the show. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, their music is freaking awesome yeah it's I really very I, I, from a first listen i really dug this record and yeah and like i said it did give me a little bit of of elliot smith it's funny sometimes it's like oh someone sounds like elliot smith but not as dark <laughs> and of course obviously love that he's a tom york fan I mean, can't yeah, go wrong, yeah for sure can't go wrong there you know what i mean i did oh no no way are you kidding tommy i kind of i wanted to nerd out a little bit on some of his riffs and i don't even know if he plays the parts or if the other guitarist plays them but uh or is there another guitarist how many are there in the band there's, i think there's four. Oh yeah there's four. Oh, he sings and plays guitar that's right but there's been there was a few parts where i was like oh man i dig that and yes was that some probably, nice noodling it was some nice no- it was, it's it's one of the very melodic parts but it reminded me of another band which may be what he was talking about like yeah yeah i mean you know we we rip off the bands that we love <laughs> um anyways yes they're they're really cool i dig it 
definitely a different sound and um yeah and if you're listening the week this comes out i am featuring a track from goon's album hour of green evening every weekday right after yeah. one o'clock pacific time on 88.5 fm you can listen and stream at 88.5 fm.org or download the 88.5 fm socal app on which is even wiser it is very wise you there's can listen no to the app in your car now, I guess. this Can't. is this this advertisement is brought to you by us. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, that was another great episode, episode 91. I will say I, I did record the episode under duress. My air conditioner is way too loud, and I thought I was going to die during it. It was like 95 degrees. So uh, thank you, Summer. Sending you love, dear. <sighs> okay. And everyone else who's sweating their Katukas is off. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, until next time, guys. Out. Yeah, that's right. Cause I have to. Out. It's later Friday. Out. Thanks for listening to the Cause I Have To podcast. Find us on Instagram at Cause I Have To podcast. Tell your friends about the pod and share an episode on your socials. We'd love to hear from you too. Email us at Cause I Have To podcast at gmail.com. Keep living those dreams, friends, cause you have to. Till next time. <laughs>